This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. This episode is sponsored by Bright Computing. Learn how you can automate the process of building and managing Linux clusters from edge decor to cloud with a two-minute video at brightcomputing.com. Bringing AI and HPC together, Bright Computing and Dell EMC join me this week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with HPC Wire. I'm Addison Snell, and on this special sponsored episode of This Week in HPC, brought to you by Bright Computing and Dell, I'm joined by Bill Wagner, who's the CEO of Bright Computing. Bill, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thanks, Addison. It's good to be here. As well as Jay Boisseau, who's the AI and HPC technology strategist at Dell EMC. Jay, good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you again, too, Addison. I'm really glad to have both of you on the podcast with me this week in HPC because obviously the huge trend that's been enduring going on in our industry right now is with AI and machine learning. And we've talked about this a lot in our research. We're seeing the majority of HPC users have adopted machine learning into their existing infrastructures. We're finding a lot of, um, I guess you could word, use the word convergence with people building more GPUs into their server configurations. We've seen market effects from that with servers taking up more of the HPC budget. But when we talk about this idea of convergence, it's we've had converged and hyper-converged infrastructure and enterprise computing, and it means different things in different contexts and generally has some sense of combined infrastructure for, for multiple workloads. And now we're hearing that sometimes with respect to HPC and AI. Bill, are you hearing your customers talking about in, in HPC when you talk to your customers? Do you hear the word converged being used with HPC and AI? Uh, we do. In fact, we hear our customers use the word converge to describe two different uh, but related scenarios. The first scenario uh, is converged infrastructure. And, and what that describes is a single clustered system that can host different types of workloads uh, that share similar performance requirements, such as HPC, machine learning, and data analytics. Um, and they're hosted side by side at the same time on the same cluster. The other way that we hear uh, customers using the word converged is in the context of what I would call converged workflow, for, for lack of a better word. And the idea here is that you can combine different types of workloads in a way that complement uh, and leverage each other's strengths. So for example, um, using deep learning to analyze HPC simulation data uh, to narrow the focus of simulations um, and produce better results in fewer simulations. But I think um, a key thing to point out here is that what I'm not hearing uh, customers talk about in terms of convergence um, is talking about it in a way that suggests HPC, machine learning, and analytics as we know them will cease to exist individually. Um, they will certainly continue on uh, independent of each other. I, I think convergence is really more about the opportunities that exist to bring them together, uh, either from an infrastructure perspective, as I said earlier, or from a, from a workflow perspective. Yeah, that's really consistent with what we've seen in our survey research, as well as qualitative conversations with end users that in fact is related to the biggest challenge we see in the industry right now where I've got all of my technical or scientific workloads that I've always had in HPC and then 
five, six, seven years ago, someone started telling me I needed to do big data and analytics. So I'm doing that in a high performance environment as well. And now I've got machine learning and AI again coming into the same infrastructure. So I've got all of these different workloads. They're influencing each other. They're all sharing the same environment in, in many cases. But Jay, when, when you hear converged in this context, do you like talking about converged HPC and AI or what do you see are the relevant trends there? Well, I was all set to uh, go on my usual rant about when people say the convergence of HPC and AI is semantically not correct, but you guys really articulated it well. Um, the, we see these HPC architectures that are capable of supporting multiple workloads, and that includes the workload people call HPC, but should probably more correctly call parallel simulation uh, and a related workload, high throughput computing. Um, and we've seen them now, these HPC architectures, be capable of uh, executing high-performance data analytics workloads, and more recently, these deep learning training workloads. And so this converged platform, this converged solution type, can support any of these performance-based scale-out workloads. Now, of course, there's still some differences. The folks that are doing deep learning training often, not always, but often want accelerators to get maximum performance on those types of computations, whereas some of their adjacent users may want just CPU-based nodes in their HPC solution for the nature of the simulation they're doing. But of course, we can support both accelerated and non-accelerated nodes within the same HPC system. So yeah, we're seeing a convergence of the underlying solution. We are seeing, as Bill said, some at the application level, some people wanting to use multiple techniques to get their innovation or their discovery. They may be doing some simulation, some very high-end analytics, and some machine learning or deep learning on that. So we're seeing some, I would say, uh, usage of uh, complementary and synergistic techniques rather than converged techniques at that, at that layer. And, and we are seeing more of that. But of course, we still see people who don't think in terms of HPC at all, and they're doing AI, and we see people that are doing uh, very traditional HPC that have not yet embraced AI. So there's still distinct markets, but we see a growing number of people that want a converged solution to support these complementary and synergistic workloads. Yeah, that's, I think, really well described in terms of how these workloads are, are starting to influence each other and, and also coexist in these common environments. And Bill, Bright Computing is right in the middle of this space in terms of managing all of these different workloads across a, a high-performance environment. When Now, maybe I should avoid the words converged. I, you hear the word converged, but, but what are the benefits for your customers as they try to bring these uh, different workloads together into a common environment? Maybe what are some of the challenges? Right? Where, where do you see this space and how is it evolving? We, we do see a few things driving interest um, in convergence. First and foremost, uh, it is about agility and faster time to deployment, uh, especially for new workloads that would otherwise need to go procure a system or go secure cloud resources uh, to run them on. Um, second, convergence really does make it possible to tap into a larger pool of computing resources than would be available in a siloed system. And that can be really helpful when you've got large high priority jobs that, that need to tap into that level of resource. Uh, there's also an expectation of reduced system, so, uh, reduced system costs compared to individual siloed systems uh, because those systems may not always be fully utilized. And then finally, there's uh, an expectation of reduced administrative effort and reduced burden because you'll be managing one system 
uh, instead of multiple systems. Uh, and each of those systems could be using different tools, which would further complicate things. Um, and then beyond that, for orgs that really want to evolve into what I described earlier as this notion of, of converged workflow, if you have the workloads hosted together along with their data uh, in a single environment, that makes doing that much more efficient. And I think that guides the way that people think about it. Um, obviously, implementing a converged infrastructure that's capable of doing these things uh, that we're talking about requires management facilities, for example, like what Bright offers, to be able to dynamically allocate uh, resources between different types of workloads. I think the reality is that if you can't dynamically share resources between traditional HPC workloads and machine learning workloads that, for example, might be managed by Kubernetes, then what you really have is coexistence and not necessarily convergence. Uh, perhaps that's one step better than siloed, but I think in reality, it's not going to be good enough for organizations uh, to compete with when other organizations can, in fact, make this work. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to think about how this evolves uh, over time. Jay, you know, just looking at how it is now, uh, Dell EMC sells complete solutions into this space, whether they're combined workloads or separate workloads. In fact, uh, in our 2018 numbers, Dell EMC is the number one provider of total HPC solutions revenue across servers, storage, software, the, the complete solution. Dell is the top provider in this space. How does Dell see these trends and how is Dell providing solutions for them today? So as, as you know, Addison, in addition, to, and thanks for the plug on number one in HPC last year, um, we, we offer tons of converged solutions and hyper-converged solutions for our enterprise customers. Dell is very much about making the right products and then building the right solutions from those products up. And in many cases, that means competing solutions because customers have different reasons for making different choices. And so in our hyper-converged solutions, we have at least three or four uh, hyper-converged solutions for enterprise customers. When it comes to HPC and machine learning and AI, our initial solutions out of the gate, uh, uh, probably the most, the one people, our HPC customers would be most familiar with, is our ready solution for AI with Bright and NVIDIA. And in fact, whereas we call it an AI ready solution, any HPC customer would look at the nodes, the network, the storage, the bright cluster manager stack and say, that's an HPC system with accelerators, just like I've been using for molecular dynamics for years. And they'd be right. It adds the bright data science stack and it adds our, our own uh, extra software on top of that. But it is essentially an HPC platform that enables deep learning scale out training. Now, as we go forward, we're going to address some of these uh, issues that Bill just raised. Some customers come from a very traditional HPC environment, and they want a management uh, resource management system like Slurm to manage their jobs. Some of the newer customers are coming from DevOps backgrounds and other enterprise backgrounds, and they want Kubernetes to manage the containers on their system. So we are working with Bright and evaluating techniques internally for when is the right time for HPC users, if ever, to transition to more of a container-based approach? And can we have those coexist within the same converged solution? Does that lose some of the efficiencies to try to provide a Slurm environment and a Kubernetes environment in the same converged solution? Or can we make even that seamless? And so those are some of the things that we're exploring. And we'll talk to customers about at SC19. 
Yeah, Jay, you, you raised a really good point about GPUs is hardly a, a solution just for AI. We were already seeing a, a wide range of GPU-based deployments for HPC. And in fact, the majority of the top 50 applications that we see in HPC environments are already available in uh, GPU-supported or even GPU-optimized versions for those applications. So this was a trend that was already ongoing in HPC. And just because someone's AI is not the only reason someone might be buying GPUs to accelerate a, a high performance environment. Now, I'll stay with you for just a second, Jay, because you were talking about some of the uh, forward looking technologies in this space. But as you're a, a strategist specifically for HPC and AI, if you look ahead at what kind of influence the different workloads are having on each other, do you have a look ahead as to how this evolves in terms of what HPC and AI are going to, to look like and how they change as they exist around each other? God, here comes that convergence word. I think we've seen a convergence of architectural types over the last 15 years to where as clusters were the new guy on the block 20 years ago and then a minority of systems 15 years ago and are now the dominant architecture for HPC platforms, things have become, they kind of look alike, right? Most HPC clusters look pretty much alike. I mean, some nodes are accelerated and some aren't, but it's basically x86 nodes with uh, of some architecture type connected by a network, connected by software into a cluster. And you know, we take for granted the days of 20, 25 years ago when that's not what a supercomputer looked like, but it's looked like that for a long time. I think this AI eruption, um, and it's still a relatively small market, but the projections are for it to continue to grow rapidly. Um, it is so important, especially in enterprise, that we've seen this explosion in silicon interest. There's a couple dozen different companies that are exploring different kinds of silicon from the base x86-based processors to optimize for uh, AI-relevant computations, both on the training side and on the inferencing side. And I think that's really creating some interesting uh, perturbations for how we see solutions design going forward. Um, enterprise is obviously the, now the biggest chunk of the HPC market. Um, it didn't used to be. It used to be primarily academic and government. But with enterprise now being over half of the total addressable market and growing, we're going to see more influence from those enterprise sectors. And those are the sectors that are embracing cloud native principles as well. So that really speaks to, I think, seeing a lot more things like the use of containers in HPC and maybe right up to and including even seeing forms of Kubernetes be used in place of Slurm in some HPC environments. Now, I still think we're likely to see bare metal Linux, Slurm managed, or things like Slurm, uh, HPC systems in the top 10, 20 systems in the world. But increasingly, I think we're going to see these hybrid enterprise systems or converged solutions underneath that increasingly embrace the more Kubernetes and containers-based way of looking at the world because they're trying to support DevOps. They're trying to support enterprise workloads and the traditional HPC workloads will grow for those customers, but may not be the majority of those customers' workloads on that converged platform. You know, Jay, you made a couple of really good points there, and in particular, the current focus on silicon. My regular co-anchor, Tiffany Trader, and I, you can hear our reactions to the AI Hardware Summit from a couple of weeks ago, which we both attended. There was a big emphasis on silicon there, but what I appreciated most about your response was looking at that management layer and how do I incorporate 
different types of workload managers, containerized solutions? How does this move forward with cloud? And Bill, this really sets up for you in terms of bright computing and where you are in this space. How do you see these trends evolving and how does it affect solutions that you're providing for your customers? Um, first, let me say conversion infrastructure is already starting to happen. We've got 30 to 40 customers right now running traditional HPC and containerized uh, machine learning workloads on shared clusters today. And, and I believe it's going to accelerate into 2020 and ultimately become standard in the data center out of a combination of necessity and, and opportunity. Um, but for converged infrastructure to become really pervasive, I think there are some uh, organizational command and control matters that are going to need to be addressed because of what the implications of that are. But at the same time, I think you know the benefits will cause organizations to tear down any walls that get in the way of that because of the necessity. Um, converged workflow, on the other hand, is going to take longer to materialize. I think um, organizations need to be or they need to clear the first hurdle uh, with uh, machine learning by moving past the current proof of concept experimentation sort of phase that they're currently in and move into a more of a full-scale deployment phase. Um, when they're comfortable with that, then I think they're going to begin to look at how to, to combine HPC machine learning and analytics in ways that, as I said earlier, um, complement each other and, and leverage each other's strengths. I'd like to thank my guest, Jay Boisseau, AI and HPC technology strategist at Dell EMC, and Bill Wagner, the CEO of Bright Computing, for joining me on This Week in HPC, and thanks to you for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.